good day and welcome to Holding Fast. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, I always love this time of the year because it gives me an opportunity to be able to delve into some of the favorite hymns that I like to sing that uh, remind us, of course, of the special time of our Lord's birth. Today, uh, we're going to let our anchors hold fast to the Word of God through song. Uh, Some of my favorite authors would include, of course, Charles and John Wesley, two brothers that are in 18th century uh, England were very much used of God. They were primary founders and promoters of Methodism during their lifetime. And uh, both brothers were just some powerful evangelists after they were brought to Christ for a time. They had left England and come over to what is now known as Georgia in America to be missionaries to the Indians and on the way back discovered that they were not saved themselves to begin with. And the Moravian missionaries that were there in their warmth and their personal uh, uh, personal nature of their relationship with God see, seemed to be a uh, an, uh, an important uh, rebuke to them and drawing of them to a real, warm, vital, living relationship with Jesus Christ. Once they were saved, God did such a great work in their life because they became such powerful evangelists, but they were also extremely skilled hymn writers. Uh, together, they produced several hymn books uh, that are used uh, even today. Charles Wesley was especially gifted as a poet and as a hymnist. Uh, i read reading recently in a couple books by Ernest Emerian, which documents some of the poems and the lyrics and the songs that were written by Charles Wesley, as well as Robert Morgan's book on hymn histories and devotions. And uh, my favorite Christmas hymn uh, of all time is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Uh, Charles was especially gifted as a poet. He wrote nearly 9,000 poems, and he contributed some 6,500 hymns to the, to the church. His hymns are so much different than many that, are, uh, that write hymns even today and even during his day, because they were so, not only beautiful poetically, but they are theologically robust. They were full of Bible doctrine and teaching their it's his songs are always packed with biblical uh, allusions and doctrinal truths so that it becomes apparent when you read one of the hymns that he wrote that he was so well schooled in the scriptures and uh, understood the nuance of the word of God that he just was especially equipped to write hymns for the use of worship in the church and I suppose some of his best known Christmas hymns that uh, we would be remiss if we didn't if I didn't tell you that one of his songs come thou long expected Jesus is still sung today and hark the herald angels sing that we're talking about right now and uh, Charles Wesley was just uh, thrilled that people were able to share his songs freely with the public this existed of course at a time when they're not copyright laws like there are today and uh, he really though if he really grimaced against anything it was against people's willingness to, well, tinker with the words of his hymns. He didn't like people amending his hymns in any of the songs. As a matter of fact, in one of the hymnals, I'm quoting from one of his hymnals, he wrote this, quote, I beg leave to mention a thought which has long been long upon my mind and which I should long ago have inserted in the public papers had I not been unwilling to stir up a nest of hornets. Many gentlemen have done my brother and me 
though without naming us, the honor to reprint many of our hymns. Now, they are perfectly welcome to do so, provided they print them just as they are. But I desire they would not attempt to mend them, for they are not really able. None of them is able to mend either the sense or the verse. Therefore, I must beg of them these two favors. Either let them stand just as they are to take things better or worse, uh, or to add to the true reading in the margin or at the bottom of the page that we may no longer be accountable either for the nonsense or for the doggerel of other men, unquote. So they were uh, very concerned because people were taking liberties with the songs that Charles and John Wesley were writing. But in Hark the Herald Angels Sings, there is a noticeable exception to this, I think. Uh, I'm not sure if it was ever a topic of discussion around a meal somewhere at a restaurant uh, where a man named George Whitfield, who was an eminent evangelist on his own, uh, but was also a very dear friend of Charles Wesley. And George Whitfield appears to have taken the liberty and probably has been a blessing to the Christian church, done us a favor by ignoring Charles' requests and polishing up one of his hymns. And at age 32, Charles wrote a Christian hymn that began, Hark how all the welkin rings, glory to the King of Kings. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. Universal nature say, Christ the Lord is born today. And so at the very beginning of Hark the Herald Angels Sing, you have that interesting word that's used, an old English term, the word welkin, W-E-L-K-I-M. It was an old English term that meant the vault of heaven. So when Whitfield Pop, Whitefield Pop published this song in 1753, he changed the words to the now beloved Hark the Herald Angels Sing instead of Hark How All the Welkin Rings. Uh, which is an interesting change, but I think one that was needed and actually stands the test of time. Now, for those of you that are interested in tracing out the numerous scriptural references, which I believe is a great devotional exercise if you have opportunity, take Hark the Herald Angels Sing and go verse by verse and trace out the scripture and where you find the truth that Charles has drawn from there in order to make the song. I'd encourage you to take the time to do that. Read through the verses of the hymn in your devotional time and reflect on the related scriptures. We've all come to know and appreciate much more fully both who Christ is and the many spiritual blessings he brought to us this time of the year. And a good hymn does exactly that. It directs your mind and your heart towards scripture. It's not so boringly repetitive that it'd take you two minutes to figure out how they get the phrase. But rather, if it causes you more intense meditation and reflection on the Word of God, that's a good hymn. It's got a good start anyway. And then when Felix Mendelssohn came along and put the, uh, put the, uh, uh, the melody and the, song, the, the uh, words to song, uh, it really has made it a classic and a marvelous foundation work for the church. Hark, the herald angels sing. Encourage you to meditate on the truth of that, even today. God bless you. Walk with the Lord. Enjoy the hymn and the time of the year we're in. Walk with the Lord.